live from Nuthouse Studios in snowy Lexington, Kentucky, Blacklight Moon Productions presents Bluegrass Homefront. Bluegrass Homefront Season 2, Episode 4, for the week of Jan- or February 15th, 2021. My name is Tiny Brian, and I am your host. With me, as always, is Victor. Victor, hello. Brr. Yes, um, I don't know if you all have noticed, but... Uh, it's, it's cold. It's, it's cold. And uh, it's um, so you might notice we sound a little different this week. Um, we are actually snowed in here at uh, Nuthouse Studios at the Squirrel. Um, yeah. We've uh, lit a little fire in the corner mm-hmm. because it's cold and we got no power. And uh, so we're on the handheld mobile unit that you sometimes hear us take places instead of our regular get up. So right. here we are. But the show must go on, Victor. Luckily, we had some batteries. We had some batteries. We (laughs) saved them just for this. Yep. And there's a lot to talk about, so the show must go on. All right. So, um, so a little later, we'll do a little fancy talk as we fancy talk as we sometimes do here on this program, Um, and we will talk a little. uh, We'll talk a little bit about our. We're going to talk a lot actually to our guest today. Uh, we are fortunate enough to be snowed in with some pretty great dudes in a we band are. called the Cat Daddies. The Cat Daddies. Who, they, uh, and they are as cool as their band, band name is. That is a great band name, and they are a great bunch of dudes. And we'll, we'll, we'll have an extended conversation with them today in our snowed in condition. And, a lot, and uh, actually, we're doing something brand new with our music today as well, Victor. What are we doing, Brian? Well, when, since we're having, usually when we have an artist on the show, we... Uh, we get we, we feature one of their songs, right. and uh, this time because we're we're going for a bit of an extended conversation with the Cat Daddies, Lexi Award winning Cat Daddies. They in did. fact, all four of them were nice enough to come in the studio, and mm-hmm. we had a really good time with them. And uh, so we're gonna our whole second music block will be nothing but Cat Daddies music. Yeah, so looking forward to two that. of them recorded live in studio for us, and Absolutely. we're we're really excited about that. And uh, you'll you'll look forward to that in just a moment. Uh, before we get to that, uh, you some, some music. Well, no, let's not do music yet. Let's. Uh, I'm look. I'm, oh, I'm excited. Like... I'm excited about UK sports. Oh yeah, UK did finally win a game. We finally pulled it out, muscled we're, through, and we're six and thirteen. Woo! We finally got that big win, number six. We finally got on the second hand. Yeah, that we. <laughs> But I'm actually glad of that so people will quit saying we only won five games. I know. We yeah. finally have won another game and 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 uh was uh, impressive I hear. I actually was being snowed in. I did we didn't get to watch the game either one of us really. Nope, I had to work all day. So. Yeah, you were you were snowed in at a factory and I <laughs> I was snowed in elsewhere. Uh so yeah, we were we didn't act, neither one of us got to watch it. We'll watch some highlights, but the win at this point is all 80, you kind of really need to know. 8280. 8280, a good high scoring game yeah, and, and I hear that uh BJ Boston and uh and the uh, the who's the other guy who's the freshman who's leaving? Oh yeah, it was Isaiah Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. See, that, that's that dude is awesome. Like he's a beast. He's like the rebound and and block shot guy. Awesome. So yeah, that, so, he, he's one of them guys, like the rim runner guy. Louisville is still off. Yep, they're off. They day. haven't played in February, right? February 1st. first was their last game. game. Yeah. Wow. So, so two weeks today, or two weeks this but week. But they're supposed so. to play this week. Good. Yeah. So 
I mean, yeah, we, we, we want to beat Louisville when we have the option, but I want them to be playing, and I want them to <laughs> yes. beat other people. So <laughs> Yes, we want them to win in the ACC. Yes, and uh, Western is still doing things. I don't know, really know what's oh, up yeah, with them. But... You know, I didn't do my homework. Oh, that. didn't do your homework. Well, you know, the, the day job keeps me busy sometimes. Sometimes, but we'll get to it. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we're going to talk. We'll, we'll find time to talk about Western sometime soon, and I, I, I kind of want to start. I think we ought to pay attention to them a little more i think maybe they're they're rising to the level that maybe it's time to to well, do that western and murray we could talk about and yeah know, there's all kinds of kentucky uh, sports georgetown and pike or u pike as they call it now and trancy and all those schools so yeah there's eku always. which eku's been making news they're going to switch conferences yeah and they're so, going to do the one we the one year weird gonna, thing too. they're going to do one year in a western like a west coast conference so that'll be fun yeah so, so some, that'll be fun some, to pay some attention team in to. California will be like, oh, we have to go to Richmond. Richmond, Kentucky. Like, no, I was going to say Richmond, you know, like Virginia, but no. No. Kentucky? Okay, sure. Well, that's like an hour and a half closer so, <laughs> by airplane, which they would have to do. But, you know, Richmond, we kid, but Richmond is a uh, actually a pretty cool little town. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. yeah, but it's, you know, there, there's often talk of Madison County, which is Richmond and Berea, right. incorporating, like, Fayette County and, and Jefferson County. They should probably do that. And if they did, they would be the third largest city of the state. We'll have to do some fancy talk about how uh, we have too many candy counties at some point. Oh, so many counties. <laughs> we got way too many. 120 we, counties. We, we have three states worth of counties. We would have a lot more money, people, if we didn't have to split our tax pie in 120 different yeah, directions. Why do we have to have 120 constables? Do we really need 100? Think about that. There's or 120 hun- circuit court judges. Yes, 120 or 120 judges. magistrates. Right. Not, and not even more than that, because every county has like six districts, so they right. all have... Yeah, it's, it's So nuts. hundreds and hundreds of magistrates. Just right. how many do does one commonwealth need, people? <laughs> but that's, we, that's we don't have to ride horses to tell no more. But, no. You know... But that we're getting off track. So get us back on track, Victor. Where are we headed? Oh, we're going to head for some waiting. Awesome.
I'll never tire from your wanting embrace, embrace, embrace me. I can lay here all day, but there's so many things that I wanna do. I can kiss you in the kitchen, I can kiss you on the sofa if you want me to. Foothills, the summer past. I followed you through the street fairs in Montreal. I followed you to Ricoletta and Buenos Aires. I followed you wherever the compass calls. Just came. 
Welcome back to Bluegrass Homefront. In that set of music, we heard Archipelago with Waiting, our friend Charlie Ray with I Follow You, and your favorite, Brian, Joslyn and the Sweet Compression with Love on the Double. Oh. Gotta love some Joslyn. The sweetest compression in Kentucky. Yeah, they are so sure. awesome. They really are a great band. Oh, her voice just makes my day. It really does. <laughs> yeah. Every time. They're pretty great, and she is itching, itching to get back out on the road. Oh, well, yeah. They were about to hit, and, and unfortunately, COVID really took a hit on the sweet compression. Oh, well, as it did with so many artists. It really did. I hope we get to talk to her soon. We, I, I've, I've tried a little bit. I'll keep working on her a little bit. If, she, if you know Jocelyn or some or some some part of the sweet compression. She, she used to work. She lives right here in Lexington. I know. Yeah. If you know them, please let them know that the that the, we love that to there's talk. some some weird middle aged dudes who run a podcast who would love to talk to her for a few minutes. We would. If you know how to reach her, you can reach us by, by, with our at our email address. What's that email address, Victor? Bluegrasshomefront.com. Okay, that's the website. 
What's what the email? Feedback. Uh, oh, yeah. Feedback at bluegrasshomefront.com. There yes. you go. Sorry about that. You're I got, fine. I got a little lost there. So, before we get to the cat daddies, there is something I've got to talk to you about. All right. I've lost the thread. You know that I actually do the post of the podcast when we're ready to post these when oh. they go up on Tuesdays. Okay. And you know that, so I have to fill out all the information about the notes and the the title of the episode specifically. Mm-hmm. And I, the season two, you know, season one, it was easy. I have titled them episode one through twelve, mm-hmm. and then I titled it Christmas special. Pretty simple. Now that I've gotten to season two. Mm-hmm. I've lost the thread. Like, I, I, I didn't know whether to... Like, at first, I was almost like episode 14, if you count, like, the Christmas special is 13. Right. And I was like, no, that doesn't work. I, and so I did, like, season two premiere. And right. then I think I did season two, episode two. Right. I think you, I was, like, Fast and the Furious and you, thing. And you spilled them out. Instead yeah. Of like, number, number one, you did, o, you know, O-E-N-E. Yeah, I don't... And I've, I, and the thing is that we're now... This is the the fourth episode. In the first three episodes, there's no... Like, it's... Th- they're all three... Na- the conventions so, are different. What are you going to do this time? I don't know. What just, do you think? Just whatever comes to you. Well, I go... I'm pretty consistent. I like S2E4. Okay. You I know, that's just... the way I go. But, that, that you know, when I put into music and stuff, that's the way I put it, so... Or season, I have or season thought two, about actually four. starting to come up with titles rather than just like naming the, the Kentucky thing, which we love to do, is well, just labeling we, things and calling it a name. We talked about that before, and I'm usually pretty good at that. Well, if I'll tell you what. Why don't you start texting me some, some thoughts some on t- some suggestions for titles? Like, today it would be easy, you know. We'll snowed in with the cat daddies. Snowed in with the cat daddies, easy. Speaking of the cat daddies... Yeah. Why don't we head on into our? Uh, why don't we uh, head on into this? And this yeah. is, like I said, this is our biggest interview. We had four dudes yep. in our little studio, yep. and we have and an intimate little studio that we had to actually move a wall to make it happen. We did, and uh, so, but we got four of them, and their instruments and their amplifiers all mm-hmm. in there at once, and we we had a little talk and, yep. and played a little music and and had a real good time, some, really. Some really great guys from the nice city of Somerset here in Lexington, here in Kentucky. We are slowly discovering all. All the cities of of music in this city, yeah, like Le- or in this state, you know, there's yeah. Berea, mm-hmm. there's there's Somerset, there's mm-hmm. Moorhead, Lexington, there's Lexington itself, Glasgow, apparently, uh, apparently, yeah. So they're just it's everywhere. It really is. So we uh, we hope you enjoy this uh, our our extended conversation with the Cat Daddies. Enjoyed. We are pleased to be joined at this time and in live and in person with a bunch of masks and uh, mm-hmm. with our, the biggest group we've had in this studio since we actually built it here, Victor. That's, that's true enough. Had to come in and move a wall and do all kinds of stuff. So uh, you may have heard these guys on uh, Red Barn Radio, and uh, they've also uh, they also did uh, the Overtone po- the Overtone Radio Show and podcast. You find them on Facebook. So they've been everywhere. They've all, they've released an album and an EP thus far. They're great guys out of uh, the, uh, the Somerset area. Mm-hmm. Let's please. Welcome to Bluegrass Homefront at this time, the Cat Daddies. Guys, welcome. Hey, hey. hey we're happy to have you guys here today. So, uh, we just won a Lexington Music Award. Yeah. Just coming off that. And uh, so I know that must be kind of disappointing that here we are in Plague World, didn't get to have like the ceremony. And because uh, that would have been a big deal. I know the Lexington Music Awards is usually a pretty big party, but uh, still still a pretty big honor to uh, get to do that when you say. Yeah, no doubt. And it's nothing that I've really seen coming. You know, which I mean, when you're in studio putting together a record, you don't ever 
think like, oh, this is going to win album of the year. You know, <laughs> you just hope you can put out the best thing you can. And, you know, luckily I had these guys, you know, which we've been together for so long. I mean, oh, introduce yourself, please. Oh, uh, I'm Cody Lee Meese. And you're, you're the lead singer, Cody, right? Well, we split no, duties, me and Tony. Tony. Ah, okay, Tony, and you're over there. And, right. Uh, and so you and Tony kind of split duties on the singing. Right, yeah. we alternate the front man duties during the show. Well, it's a lot of, it's a lot of effort, you know, to, to, to be that kind of front guy and, and singing the song. It's hard to be a front man for four hours. It so really yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of how... I mean, just Cody look what is. it does to Bruce Springsteen. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, and, I, and you know, you say nobody in the studio ever says this is going to be song of the year, and some people probably do, but I bet those songs are never song of the years. <laughs> the ones who are in there thinking this is going to be song of the year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we just had fun with it, really, and I kind of had to butt heads a little bit with the engineer on the record because he wanted to bring in session guys and do this and that, and I told him, I said, you know, I don't think that's the way to go. Um, I said I really believe that these guys, that, because these guys on all those songs, I mean, they were written by me. But these guys really helped shape a lot of those songs mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. the time of, you know, since their birth. And it really didn't make any sense to have somebody on the record that didn't help form those songs. Well, since we're talking about them, let's kind of go around the horn. We've met, we've met you, Cody, and we met you, Tony. And you are? I'm uh, Joe Dobbs, the bass player. I'm, All right. They're the front guys. We're the back guys. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, okay, so Joe's our bass player, and you are? I'm Dale Palmer. I'm the drummer. Joe says we. I don't, I don't know about that. He says I don't, they're not the front guys. I'm the center of the stage, sitting at the drums. That's and, right. And Just all the way in the back uh, against guys, the back wall. So you know, I, I bring these guys with me to put on a show. <laughs> 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 you know, we're his guitar players. Yeah, so. Oh yeah. They, we're honored that he has this player. They're, they're the fluff, so so you're guys. saying you guys are a great percussion band, and you got you have a nice uh, some nice yeah. singers and guitarists <laughs> yeah. that go along with it. That's it. That makes more sense. So how long uh, you guys been playing together? Ooh, wow. Um, you know, this uh, kind of started when uh, a friend of ours down in Somerset died, and there was a celebration of life for him. His name was J.R. Srofe. Mm. There's almost no good Kentucky story that doesn't start with someone dying, it seems <laughs> like. Uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so I went down to this celebration of life that uh, was being held at a... a establishment in Somerset and uh, I ran into Joe who had been a student of mine when I was teaching down at the college there mm-hmm. um, and we just started we had we had worked on a, a few things when I first got here to, to Kentucky back in uh, 86 80 yeah 86 and uh, so he came over and, and we used to get together once or twice a week at my house and just jam just him and myself and then one by one, these two guys came along, and it turned into a band. Um, so when did you guys remember? start jamming? Pardon? How long ago were, are we talking here? Well, I'm trying to think. When did J.R. die? Was that 2013? 2013, 2013. So, so geez, the last eight or nine years. Yeah, last seven, eight years. Geez, something that has been. It really began about five and a half, six years ago when they chose yeah, their yeah. fourth drummer, which is Dale Palmer. That's when the band was really creative. <laughs> <laughs> you can really, uh, there, there were proto versions, yeah. but then yeah, they, yeah, they finally got yeah, there. there you go. The great yeah, thing is Dale. different runs, there were some different musicians yeah. they had to get rid of. Dale just brings so much <laughs> modesty and humility uh, Yeah, to I can tell. So, uh, Dale, do you let any other microphones be turned on when they're on the stage, or is it just you? It's always on me. I don't know about the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually Dale Palmer and the Cat Daddies. Right? Oh, no, I see. Now I'm starting to see it. Yeah, 
Anybody got any interesting Kentucky stories? Like, uh, we use a few. Yeah, anybody oh, got any? We, we love to collect weird things that happen in Kentucky. Anything around Somerset? We can actually talk about them. Yeah, the that's a Well, you can change the names. <laughs> you can change the names to protect the guilty. That's allowed, but. Oh, goodness. Uh, wow, talk about being on the spot. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've known Kentucky my whole life. I don't know. Well, just, you know, weird <laughs> things happen in Kentucky is fine. How about a basketball season this year? That's oh, crazy. my. That's weird. That's that is, totally weird. That's weird, yeah, to be it, sure. It is bizarre world for oh sure. Oh, my gosh. I've came close to dying a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> is that related to basketball or is that just in general? No, another sport, I guess you'd call it, but uh, <laughs> it's during some rougher times. I don't think I'm at liberty to talk a, too much about that. <laughs> really? Yeah, let's, well, I mean, if yeah. you're living sort of the classic performer lifestyle, you know, we, we can anticipate a few of the things yeah. there. Yeah, it was a, no pun intended, it was a rocky road for a while. Yeah. <laughs> So you you all have mentioned are y'all are is everybody UK fans? I noticed we got one UK shirt oh, on. I don't know if the rest of them are all not like me. Well, I'm a member of the 101, the committee 101. <laughs> oh wow! I'm, I'm, I'm a UK fan. Texas, I'm really a football guy. Mm-hmm. Well, Kentucky is finally starting to give but you something that'll entertain say. you. Uh, uh, Stoops has has managed to start bringing that football program around, so I get very excited about the the football team. I have uh, sort of just by osmosis, I guess, become a fan of the basketball program. It's hard to live in uh, certainly yeah. Eastern It's hard Kentucky. to avoid it, yeah. Well, the two yeah. or three years ago when the football program beat Florida, and that was such a <sighs> huge win for them. We were playing down at, uh, we were at Jamestown playing on the oh, dock yeah, down, yeah. down there on the water. It was a beautiful night because, I mean, the crowd, they had TVs up and everybody well, sure. watching that football game. We're playing music and we got such big applause and Yeah. Really, really it was awesome. Right in the middle of a song, man, this crowd. Yeah, like, like, boy, they love this. <laughs> that was a great first that's verse. Wait to hear the second. <laughs> oh, that's pretty great. Yeah, I don't really personally get into sports much. The only sport I really pay any attention to is drag racing. I mean, that's about it for me. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm a, oh, I'm a car junkie, man, big time. <laughs> I've, I've got octane running through the veins. I'm a big car guy. So muscle cars, sports car, what kind of? Uh, More classic muscle cars. I've got a 1972 Grand Prix back home. Okay. I'm pretty fond of. Oh, that sounds like a, the perfect fodder for an album cover. Yeah, that's been talked about, and it may happen. I mean, you do, you are, and I, I, I know podcasting is a famously visual medium, and you did dress for the uh, dress for the occasion. Uh, and this I have is to every single day. Really? Yeah. So if this I walk out of the house, this is it. I don't leave the house without. Oh, everything see, you see, I yeah. wish I could commit to a look. I, I just uh, this, you know, uh, I, for me, it's a different thing every day. But it's uh, be, it's become just. I'm a super expressive person, like sure. in all ways, uh, whether it's what I'm driving or what I'm wearing or how I'm talking. I always like to express as much of myself as possible. So, I mean, everything that I wear, you know, for me, it's just, it's kind of who I am and it's how I feel most comfortable. You know, if I was to be walking around in tennis shoes and shorts, I'd, I would just feel so unwelcome in my own skin. Like, this is just kind of what I've become. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Well, hey, I like it. And yeah, I, you... I like the hat. Tell us, st- you've got kind of a leather hat with some feathers yeah, and... Um... Oh, yeah. and there's a flower on there, too. I didn't even notice the flower. Yeah. Well, that's actually my boutonniere for my wedding. Me and my wife got married back in October. Oh, congratulations. And uh, and then this feather I found behind Jarfly in Somerset, <laughs> which Jarfly Brewing, if you're ever in Somerset and you like good craft beer, go to Jarfly. Friggin' stop by. Yeah, go by on a Wednesday night. 
wear a mask be cool, but the open mics there are super dope. Um, yeah, most of all this stuff I've just found. I found the band at an antique mall for two bucks. I mean, it's just everything I have, it's either sentimental or it's things I've just pieced together along the way. So. Excellent. So, uh, any plans for what's coming up in the springtime or summer? I know things are kind of limited thanks to Plague World, but uh, any any confirmed gigs you can talk about? I know you guys have been doing some playing. We have, uh, we have a gig on the 20th at Richmond Beer House. Mm-hmm. Of February? Mm-hmm. Well, this February. should be out be before then, so yeah. Yep. Richmond Beer House. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, uh, a gig in June. Dude, that's a private party. Private party. We can't yeah. advertise that and let ask people. <laughs> 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 yeah, Listen, uh, audience, if you can figure out where they are, just crash the party. <laughs> it's a total those, rock yeah, move. Yeah, if you're just looking for a good private party band, give the cat daddies a call. We, yeah, and we then, love uh, those. That's, I've got a, I got a few. I'm probably going to miss some of these, and if I do, I hope no one's going to beat me for it. But uh, I've got a few festival gigs this year, like uh, Festival of the Red over in Red River Gorge, uh, Sweet Land of Liberty Fest, uh, I got a camp out in Missouri in June, uh, Master Musicians Festival in Somerset in July, and I n- know for sure that I'm probably missing a few. Uh, I'm the worst at that. My memory is god awful, so thank God for. I-, I always say that it takes a village, and I'm the idiot. <laughs> like, and that's really kind of how it is. I'm sure these guys can vouch for yeah, that. He mentioned Master Musicians Festival in Somerset. We were stoked. We were slotted to play that last year. It was yep. one of the things that got canceled, one of the things that we lost, to go to our hometown, play on the main stage, for mm. yeah. which it's always an excellent yeah. festival. And, oh, God, yeah. And just being up there, that's just a, something, which there's a ton of great musicians in Somerset mm-hmm. and even the surrounding oh, yeah. counties. It's just being, being in, in the mix of it and then to come out of it and get recognition somewhere else, it's an awesome, it's, it's an awesome feeling because we had been getting re- recognition to be able to play there. We were slotted to play Lexington Live for the 4th of July, right. mm-hmm. and we lost that due to COVID, but we're, maybe we'll, we'll consider us again maybe one day. Yeah, you guys definitely need to be up, up here playing in Kentucky. Up, up here playing in Kentucky. <laughs> because Somerset is Boone's Land or some other <laughs> weird place. You guys need to be up here playing in Lexington. And, yeah, and, we definitely uh, like to. Uh, real quick, a couple of, of mentions for Somerset uh, as far as like just, I mean, there's some of the best musicians and songwriters in the state in my mind I'm down there. Person. I mean, between you got Pearly Jenkins, mm-hmm. John New, Tommy Kate, uh, every one of these guys here, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Dalton. Mm-hmm. God, who am I missing? We, we played a, a few of those guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm missing. There's, it's just amazing how many there are. It, it's yeah. insane. I've met and a lot of really good musicians and songwriters. Daniel Ronnie Stroud. Murphy, if you haven't heard any of Daniel's songs, that he has that are catchy and the songwriters in summer. That's what's because I can't do it. That's why I think that fascinates me even more <laughs> to be around all of these guys. That, I mean, I consider way more talented than me. Actually, coming up with the words to mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. make sense. They have a story to tell and. There's just a ton of that around us here. Yeah, in fact, uh, Pearly Jenkins' song, Entirely Possible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that song, I think, may have actually gotten me through 2020. Right like, on. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I, I, it's entirely possible everything's going to yeah. be okay. So Yeah, actually, when uh, when he did his Red Barn, uh, me and Daniel Stroud laid behind it. Oh, so that was okay. Cool, which we I think I him. remember that now. I think yeah. I remember seeing you in the videos of that. Now now you come to bring it up. Yep. All right, so if the for, for th- things that are added, you guys are on the social medias or uh, oh, yeah. you've got a website? How can how can our listeners find you guys? We don't have our own website. We've got a Facebook page for the Cat Daddies. And, uh, yeah, we've got a Facebook page. We just look up Cody Lee Meese on YouTube Facebook channel. and look up the Cat Daddies on Facebook. Yeah. And 
Yeah, I've got a YouTube, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and it's all just Cody Lee Meese, so it's really easy to find. Cody Lee Meese, Cat Daddies, and, and hopefully we'll, we're going to have a great summer with lots of music. So I hope so. All right, so Cody Lee Meese and the Cat Daddies, everybody, thanks so much for... Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks, for, uh, thanks Tony, and uh, thanks, Joe, and thanks, Dale. Thanks, everybody, thank and uh, thanks, yeah, for, thank thanks for joining us here on Bluegrass Homefront. Huh. One more again. Take 17, Cat Daddy. Same old song. One, two, three. You said you don't want me. Hanging around your door. You don't want me Oh, you don't need me anymore Without you in my life I just don't know what life can be Now it's that same old song Oh, but it's playing just for me Still I'm waiting here Oh, like some beggar man And I don't know now If I even have the strength to stand But one thing is clear At least as far as I see that it's that same old song just for me you can't believe me when I tell you I would tear out my tongue if only you would have me back again give up all of my earthly possessions if it would lead us back where we began oh oh oh
downtown bar And I'm choking back my tears Cause I know I pushed you way too far And as I taste these tears The box keeps ringing in my ears for free And it's playing that same old song Oh, but it's playing just for me Since you've been with him, oh yeah, yeah, I didn't know we was doing oh, that. Oh yeah. Cause you did it again Cause you've been with me 
Baby, since you've been with him Since you've been with him.
Welcome back to Bluegrass Homefront. This is Victor with Tiny Brian. Hey. So, we in that list of Cat Daddy songs, we heard same old song. Since You've Been With Him, which is a fantastic song. I really like that song. Oh, and, yeah. And finally, I Got a Woman. And, yeah. uh, again, we are just so thankful. Now, who, tell, yeah, that's. So, that the Cat Daddies are Tony Armstrong, Cody Lee Meese. Dale Palmer and Joseph Dobbs, and Cody Lee Meese is an artist in his own right. He is. He, he was had he a, was it him or was it the Cat Daddies that won the Lexi? It was him. So but it his was, band it, was the Cat Daddies right, so in that recording. A, an EP that he had called The Break, and mm-hmm. I actually own that on iTunes myself. And uh, it's excellent. You guys should check that out. It's a really good EP. I see why it won, and the, mm-hmm. and the Cat Daddies were his backing band in that. So, yeah, it's sort of a Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers kind of thing. Right. Even when it's just Tom Petty, it's still Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, really. You almost want to believe that they would be Cody Lee Meese and the, and the Cat Daddies. But Tony... Tony is really the, kind the, of the driving... Tony, same old sound song, you ended up sounding great, man. So oh, yeah, don't, don't it really did. It. <laughs> I was so... I was jamming it out. Yeah. They, they had a little issue getting that one down, but right. it's still... But they, we, we, they, they nailed it. Good yeah. humor, and I loved it. I, yeah. I love that song. It's yeah. so great. So we are just so thankful for the Cat Daddies, and we mm-hmm. look forward to doing this with other artists, Yeah, having these extended conversations. I thought this was yeah. a pretty great thing. And, and if you guys had... Uh, it's been happening a little bit, which has been kind of blowing my mind. They've been reaching out to us a little, so uh, keep that coming. You know, reach out to us. We love to talk talk to anybody, any artist. You know, we're all about promoting some good music. We monitor all of our social media inboxes, so if you message us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, mm-hmm. we'll see it. We'll get right back to you, or you can always reach us by email. Mm-hmm. Victor, what is that email address? Feedback at bluegrasshomefront.com. There we go. He knows the email, folks. All right, so, so I guess we're going to go on to some fancy talk. Yeah, before we get out of here, let's let's do a little fancy talk. All right. Now, for those of you who are new to the show or may not remember, Kentucky has a famous tradition in the summer times that the Democrats and the Republicans and the liberals and the conservatives all gather together down in western Kentucky mm-hmm. and uh, at a place called Fancy Farm. Right. And they give political speeches, and they eat barbecue, and they cheer, and they boo, and because it's everybody together. Right. And it's it's there's really not a lot of things like this in our, our fragmented society, and I sure hope it survives. I do, too. I mean, I'd, I'd like to take the show down there. Yeah, we hope to go. We hope to take Fancy Talk to Fancy Farm. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're looking for that. So in honor of Fancy Farm and that unique, weird spectacle of Kentucky, when we want to talk Kentucky politics, because we are a Kentucky show, so that's mainly what we talk, we talk Fancy Talk. Fancy Talk. Fancy Talk. And someday we'll have a fun liner for it, too. So we got a correction to make there, Brian. Yes, I have to cop to something. My, and I have to say but, it. Damn it, Brian. Yes, I am. Uh, I was wrong. Apparently, you do not need a constitutional vote. To reopen these stupid, to reopen these his, these <laughs> these economically impactful, apparently historical racing casino arm things, mm-hmm. whatever they are, they're open again these, as of right now. These slot machines, yeah, the slot machines that aren't slot machines that are slot machines, right? Uh, they are reopen. I was wrong. There, there, there was no need apparently for a constitutional no, amendment. They just went ahead and passed that on through, and what that boils down to is like. You know, the, the the big horse people is what we have here in Kentucky. That's what kind of a local thing to us. And, you know, nobody's allowed to have gambling 
but them. Yeah, that's and what it boils down to. Yeah, and a rare bit of bipartisanship as uh, you know the Republican supermajority in the legislature passed it in record time. Right, and of course. You know, yeah, they, right there, I've got a Bashir. You know, they can't agree about much, but they agree. Oh, about, they agree, they on, agree that these these are not uh, slot machines. That's right. what they we, agree. We got heaviest money. Is yeah, what that boils down. So to. they got it passed, and you know, it, and it is a pretty rare bit of bipartisanship. You know, because the the legislature is looking at all kinds of impeachment things mm-hmm. in a way they've never done before, and noticed a a bit of reporting from uh, the Herald Leader here in town. I think it was. That there is no, no Democrat, no bill that has been entered by a Democrat in the Commonwealth this legislative session has so much as gotten a hearing. Not even here. As of as of as of at least right now. Hmm. I certainly hope that changes. And you know that's sad too because you know a lot of and Democrat or Republican or whatever, but they're putting some of the better bills up there that actually mean something. You know, this, this, these silly things where they're trying to impeach the governor and blah, blah, blah. That's just silliness. we got more important things to worry about. That's just red meat for the base, it seems like to right. me. I mean, it, there's... You know, we we got a lot of important... It, I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to get into all that, but that's part of the whole like... Well, I but, would love to actually talk to a Republican lawmaker, a member of the legislature, about sure. all of this. And mm-hmm. I, I want to... Because, you know, I'm... I voted for some Republicans in my day. I, sure. I have, you know, I voted. Uh, I voted for to take over the course of my whole life. I've probably voted for a few more Democrats than Republicans now. Maybe as I've gotten older, but I've also voted some third party people and and you know considered myself a I, compassionate conservative in the days of George W. Bush. Right. You know, I, I I've been missing that that notion of the compassionate conservative that quickly got left behind when we did the war on terror. Oh sure, yeah, but yeah, but no. I'm talking about what he ran on in like '99. So you know, uh, maybe we should disclose what what our actual party is, Brian. I mean, not that it really matters. Me, me and Brian are, are usually what we, you would call bipartisan in our beliefs, but sure, I I am a registered Republican. And uh, I am, as I am now a registered Democrat, right. I was a registered Republican for uh, for years. I voted for George W. Bush in Florida twice. Mm, uh, your vote so mattered. My vote, yeah, my vote really mattered back then. Not right. so much now. Um, and, uh, yeah, kind of was a Republican until I saw kind of how they treated Barack Obama. Yeah. Uh, and just and the the craziness has just gotten worse and worse and and I would love to get back to sort of uh, and you know I've kept the I've kept that party really because for me you know I, I registered as Republican in 1993 you know it meant something different in the state of Kentucky back then oh yeah and I, you know, I vote I registered and, Republican in those days too right so and and over the years I've kind of kept it because I feel like somebody in the party needs to be sane. Well, that's, and I that's kept where it I feel like years. I need, you know, I get to vote in their primaries and I feel like I get to participate and maybe voting out some crazy because there's some of them that are even now as crazy as they get. They get, they got some pretty decent ones in there. Like we have a state, uh, uh, one of our, uh, representatives from over in Western Kentucky, Jamie Coomer is actually a pretty good guy. I'd love to talk to him. Or Jamie Comer. I haven't sorry. reached out to him yet. I'd but love Jamie to. Jamie Comer's a really decent guy. You know? I've reached out to a couple of, of Republicans. Uh, our local senator mm-hmm. is a, a 
Alice Foggy Kerr, I think it is. Okay. She's a, she's a Republican. Reach out to her. Reach out to a couple others. Haven't really gotten a response yet. Would love the chance to, to talk to some, some Republicans. Have talked to, obviously, some Democrats. We've talked to we Representative Attica Scott. We've talked to former Representative and Charles Booker. Uh, talked to some Libertarians who are interesting. And so, but God, I love we, the Libertarians. We, we do, but I'd love to talk to some actual conservatives, to some to some actual Republicans and and. Right. Try to figure I, some things out, guys. Right. right. To say that I'm a, a real conservative would be a stretch. So, you know. Yeah. So, uh, and of course, the, the last thing that I, we, we really want to talk about in our fancy talk is our, our beloved, and you can maybe hear the air quotes around that. I, right now, I, I don't know that anybody really feels particularly beloved for Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, oh. the. <laughs> to quote our, our good friend Ryan Lemon, <laughs> Sorry. Oh, shout out to friend of the show, Ryan Lemon. Um, so yeah, he uh, you know the impeachment trial ended, and mm-hmm. to the you know to the shock of absolutely no one who's paying attention, Donald Trump was acquitted. Right. Uh, hopefully, this is all we you knew he's going to be. Yeah, acquitted. you knew that there weren't going to be sixteen Republicans. You know, my first thought was, it's like, well, good. Maybe now he can go back to being a reality star. Yeah, get this man. You know, can we get this man like a a rose to give to some people or yeah, whatever it is and, they do on those shows? Go, do some cameos. I'm good with that. That's yeah. that was that's been a part of our fabric of our life as we've sat and talked about many times that Donald Trump has been a cameo like pretty much monthly since I've been in this world. <laughs> so good for him and yeah mitch mcconnell who had kept us all in suspense for months about mm-hmm. whether or not you know would he or wouldn't he vote to convict did eventually say well he's not a president anymore she can't really do that right. and voted to acquit and then but then else? went up and made a, a like a big speech about mm-hmm. how terrible donald trump was mm-hmm. and how he ought to be prosecuted and he's responsible and i'm like right okay mitch you know you know what you mitch, call that please right? i think that actually defines doublespeak uh, yeah, Talk, talking out both sides of your mouth, or <laughs> your mouth and your hand right. doing different things, mm-hmm. or goodness. So, but you know that's classic Mitch, and, and I've seen a lot of posts on that, and, and just read them, just a bit of the, of the, of the just a little bit of the threads. That's like, get rid of Mitch, get rid of Mitch, and I'm like, no, guys, he's there till 26. Congratulations, we yeah, just, we just, just noted got- that honor in there recently, so. Good job. Yeah, you just pleased Mitch. Mm. So, all right. So, I guess that'll pretty. We'll go ahead and draw it to the close on that happy note. Yeah, you know, Mitch is what Mitch is. Mitch is for one thing. That Mitch. would be Mitch. If you have, if you have, if you have believed something different, you have some feedback for us. Please. Questions, comments, is- concerns, complaints. You want to threaten us? I don't know. Whatever you're into. There's, you can reach out to us on social media. We monitor all those inboxes. You can reach us there. Or you can always just use the tried and true method of the email by, send, by sending that email to feedback at bluegrasshomefront.com. And uh, Bluegrass Homefront is produced by me. I'm Tiny Brian Woodard. And uh, Victor Anderson is our associate producer and music supervisor. Hey. No, I'm sorry. You're you're just a producer. You're not an associate producer. Our associate producer and editor is Malachi Woodard. Mm. And uh, we have offer special thanks this week as every week to Catherine Leon Trent and Mike 
Catherine Leon Anderson. Anderson. God, what did I just do? And Michael Trent. I just created a weird alternate reality. Yes, special thanks to Catherine Leon Anderson and Michael Trent. For more, for, uh, for all of our episodes and more information about us, you can reach us at our website at bluegrasshomefront.com. Until next time, this is Tiny Brian reminding you that to get the milk and bread. Bird. <laughs>